Melton runs out the clock. The Warriors take a two games to one lead in this best of seven. As they knock off the Grizzlies, 142 to 112. Otto Porter Jr. puts on the headset. Otto, I got to tell you, you have had a great postseason. I mean, just a great postseason. And how, just how much fun are you having right now? Uh, having a lot of fun, man. Uh, this is what the playoffs all about. Um, you know, great basketball. You know, somebody asked you in one of your press briefings the other day about the uh, about the, the the physical play that you've been involved in. You've been getting you know your nose in there, and I know that you played with your your family back in Missouri. I, I'm I'm told you guys used to have these uh, great pickup games. You don't play AAU ball. You just play with the family. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Dog fights. <laughs> dog fights for sure. And that's within the family. You know, we play ball, dog fight. And then we go home and have barbecues together. So uh, it's just one way I was taught to play the game. How difficult is it to defend this team when you've got John Moran? He's got to be worried every time he gets the ball, you got to know where he is. But yet you don't want the other guys to get going. Yeah, they got a very athletic team. Um, they're young and they, they're flying everywhere. So uh, it's, it's, it's a tough matchup for us, but uh, we're willing to take on the challenge. How much do you think the zone affected them and kind of changed the flow of the game in the first half? Uh, keep them out of paint. You know, Ja was trying to get downhill and then spray out, you know, to the shooters. So uh, we're just trying to uh, to make sure that we, we clog the paint. You yep. know, we see bodies. We've got to wall up. So um, that's what our zone is. And then we got to rebound out of it. How much of an emphasis have you guys spent uh, talking about staying attached to Desmond Bain. A couple yeah. times you guys let him free, yeah. and I could see guys pointing at each other like, hey, we can't, you can't leave yeah. that guy. Absolutely. He's our, he's our guy. You know, we know if he gets going and he starts, you know, getting into his groove, uh, their team gets confidence. So we just try to limit his touches and just try to make it hard for him. Well, you know, I, I, I got to tell you, this was fun tonight, but I think Monday's going to be even better. Absolutely, absolutely. Yeah. This is our Mother's Day gift to our mothers. There you go. <laughs> there you go. Very nice. Happy Mother's Day to everybody. Well done. Well done. Thanks, Otto. Thank All you. Right. Nice job. Well, the Golden State Warriors come away with a win, one forty-two to one twelve. They scored twenty-six in the first quarter, but second quarter put up thirty-eight. Third quarter thirty-seven. Fourth quarter forty-one. I mean, that's almost a, a whole game right there in three quarters of scoring. They win one forty-two to one twelve. They shot. 63.1% from the field, 53.1 beyond the arc, 90.5 from the free throw line. They're the second team in NBA history to shoot 60-50-90 in a playoff game, joining the 2001 Philadelphia 76ers, and their 76.1 true shooting percentage is the second highest in NBA history. That's crazy. But, you know, but... It, you tell me if it, what you think about this because I just think one of the reasons they shot the ball so well was that they, they got so many good-looking shots, especially early, that it kind of gets, gets them going. If players get layups or easy buckets early. They tend to shoot better, and they had 62 points in the paint tonight. Yeah, and, well, they kept getting good shots and then kept getting good shots and then kept getting better shots. Absolutely. Any player will tell you, the more you see the ball go through the bucket, 
the more confident you are in taking shots further out, maybe even tougher shots. They didn't take a ton of tough shots. They took a few of them, but not a lot of them. I mean, when you average 1.69 points per shot attempt, <laughs> you're going to win a lot of basketball games. Yep. I mean, just think about that. That's literally almost like making every shot you take. It's three-tenths of a point away from shooting 100% effective field goal percentage or true shooting percentage. So that 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 was phenomenal. And even though the Grizzlies had 16 threes, and a lot of these stats are skewed because the last six, seven minutes kind of went uh, summer league on us. But for the most part, they held them in check from two. They got their threes, and that's okay. But from two, they shut them down. They were shooting low 40% from, from twos. They ended up shooting as many free throws as the Grizzlies did, 21 to 21, making more 19. Offensive rebounds, uh, they held them to seven, so that's not too bad. And turnovers, they had 17, which is high, but it was 11 at half. So they only turned the ball over six times in the second half. And it is under control, uh, moving the ball, 34 assists, which means you're passing the ball, you're finding the right guys, they're taking shots. I mean, I remember Draymond having a little 14-footer. He was open. It was a nice little easy pass to him from the low block. He caught it, shot it. Go. I mean, how many shots did they have today that were like open shots, really clean looks? And that was like a hallmark of Warriors basketball back in the day. They would just have better looks on you throughout the course of the game. They, they would have easier looks. And the fact that they had the better shooters, well, then they're going to win those games. A lot of times that hasn't been the case. Game two, uh, there a lot of the looks were not great, and a lot of them were forced. We did not see those in, in game three, so that's that's a big deal. Now, Brooks coming back will mean something because yep. he is a physical defender, and he gets into you, and he forces you to take tough shots, and he is their best perimeter defender. So he'll be on staff or he'll be on clay, but when he's out there playing on the perimeter, he makes it tough for you. He gets up into your chest and makes it tough for you. So that's going to be uh, that'll be an adjustment for them coming back after this game because this game, again, they got what they wanted to, and they were down after the first quarter by two. But I thought they were in great position because they were shooting such a high percentage, and the Grizzlies weren't going to hit thirty footer after thirty footer after thirty footer, which they did in the first quarter. So all in all, I mean, just a really really good game offensively and defensively. Well, the 142 points, according to Ron Krojcik, the uh, great reporter from the uh, Chronicle, says it's the most in their playoff game under Steve Kerr, most in a playoff game since 1967. Wow. Yeah. Think about some of the high-octane teams you played on. Yeah, I know. I know. I, I don't. I have no idea how many we scored in a game. I, I, I don't remember one of those. I mean, we probably had 120s and one maybe 130, something like that. But 142. Uh, I mean, look, the three has added a different dimension to scoring nowadays. And the pace at which these teams play isn't as, I tell people, it's not as fast as it was during the 80s. It's just the three is involved. And when the three is involved, that's going to jack up jack up scoring. Uh, back then, there were regular teams that shot 85, 90, 95 field goal attempts a game. They just don't now. But the 142 today speaks to that efficiency. Like I said, 1.69 points per field goal attempt is just incredible. Andrew Wiggins, 7 for 10. Kaminga, even though he struggled, and a lot of this was late, 8 for 10. 
Clay Thompson, 8 for 13. Steph Curry, 7 for 14. Jordan Poole, 11 for 17. Otto Porter Jr., 5 for 7. Kevon Looney, 3 for 3. So, I mean, you go up and down the list, and guys just had really efficient nights. And I, always, I know I always mention that word efficiency, but that's what the game's about. It's about efficiency. Do you get efficient shots? And if you get efficient shots, can you make them? And the more efficient shots you get, the more times you're going to win basketball games. It doesn't always play out that way. But that's the way it, it works on a percentage basis. And tonight, the Warriors got the better looks, and they hit the better looks. Well, the playoff war of words continues. Taylor Jenkins, the head coach of the Memphis Grizzlies in his postgame press conference, which has started already, uh, says that Jordan Poole yanked John Morant's knee. And that... Uh, he did. I didn't... Well, I didn't see it. Didn't see it. No. I'm not saying it didn't happen. Yeah. Didn't see it. Yeah. But um, it might have been... In that scramble at midcourt, remember where he, it was Jordan Poole, John Morant, and Andrew Wiggins. Wiggins got called for the foul, and you were kind of saying, oh, you know, that, yeah, yeah, yeah. that go. Maybe in that little response, maybe Poole reaching for the ball. Could have been. Got the knee. Who knows? But. Could have been, and that was him just kind of sitting on the sitting on the bench, and who knows uh, how his, I'm, again, I just fingers crossed he's able to play. And, oh, and <laughs> Taylor Jackett says, uh, I'm very curious to see what happens after that. <laughs> oh, come on. <laughs> Does that surprise you during the playoffs? Uh, well, I told you. I told you after after game one here against Denver, I knew what the, re- the retort was going to be in the postgame press conference from uh, Coach Malone. Of course. Yes. Although we would have lost the bet. We would have had over eight and a half free throws. He had eight. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> then he got kicked out. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Oh, that's right. Yeah, you get kicked out. You're killing us. You're killing us, Joker. You're killing us, Joker. Uh, we need one more. Just one uh, more. Uh, so I, I'm going to have to see the play again. I wasn't really paying attention to Jordan. I was going to pay attention to Andrew uh, Wiggins and, the, and where the foul occurred there. So I'm not sure exactly what happened on that one. But, hey, all you got to do is get on social media in about an hour. There will be enough replays. Oh, yeah. You'll be, you'll, oh, yeah. you'll be able to see it over and over and over again. Okay. So uh, I think Wiggins should stick with the yellow shoes. By the way, yes. Ditch the red ones. Yep. Stick with stick with the yellows. One, it's an actual team color, which is nice. And two, Tom, 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 you're actually you're actually intimating that team color. There, there are that there is such a thing as team color. There's not. Yellow is team color. Darn it. Every color is up for grabs. Yeah, I guess every color. I'm old school. Yeah, I know. I'm Me old too. School, Tim. Me too. I know you like your home jerseys. I like my home jerseys. <laughs> Even home though whites. they don't exist anymore. <laughs> home whites. Come on now. <laughs> no so. such thing. No but, such thing. Um, you so, know what, what? What do you expect on Game Four? Uh, uh, maybe Stephen Adams plays earlier on, possibly. Um, I, I'm surprised that they haven't tried. Or had a more concerted effort in getting Desmond Bain going. Like, they kind of let him do his thing. And the Warriors have taken him away. And it's easy to take him away when they're not really running stuff for him. Maybe they are. Uh, but it looks like a lot of times it's kind of John Morant doing his thing or, or Jaron Jackson. But I, I would expect, look, it's going to be physical. We know that. Brooks is back. So we know it's physical. I mean, forget the, the dirty aspect of that play. And it was absolutely dirty. But other than that, I mean, he's a physical defender. He gets into you, and you feel him when, when, when you're out there playing. So the, the physicality will be will be ramped up. I don't I don't I don't think there's any question about that. 
they will have an answer for the Warriors' uh, two-point percentage. They're, they're just not going to let them get to the lane and, and, and get that many good looks at, at buckets. I don't know how they're going to defend it. Problem is you can't just deploy everyone into the paint because then they kill you from three. They have too many really good uh, three-point shooters. I mean, they have all-time three-point shooters, so you don't want that either. So he's a really good coach. Jenkins is a really good coach. Yeah, they are really well coached. Yeah, so they'll come up with something uh, that'll make the Warriors work a little bit harder and and not feel as free and easy. But Brooks will be a lot of that because Brooks is a really, really good defender. Just having him on the court certainly will help their cause. All right. We will uh, see you here on Monday. Absolutely. Yes. Uh, happy Mother's Day to you. Yeah, happy Mother's Day to all the mothers out there. I wouldn't say happy Mother's Day to my mom, but I did. You today. did? I was in Vegas today. Yeah. I came. Uh, oh, I was, you did? I was in Vegas. Wow. Yeah. Haley's 21st birthday party. <laughs> wow. Okay. Well, so congratulations I want to thank the on that. Yeah, I want to thank the Warriors and Grizzlies for not playing on Thursday. There you go. So we had Haley's 21st birthday party. It's been about two weeks since her birthday. We had Lori's birthday, the 5th. Okay. My mom's birthday is the 7th. And Mother's Day. Wow. So we had all of it. So we went out for a nice dinner last night at a at an Italian restaurant and hung out. And they're hanging out the rest of the uh, the weekend. I came home. Uh, so it was fun to be able to be there with the whole whole family and celebrate Haley's uh, 21st. No, I did not go clubbing with them. I did not want to go clubbing <laughs> with them. I said, you guys leave me in the casino. I want to watch my Angels game. There you, you guys go. go ahead. There you go. I go, you guys can watch the Angels game with me if you want to. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure that went over well. Nah, yeah. they had no interest. Yeah. They, they had no interest in that. So, yeah, I got to see my mom for Mother's Day, so that was nice. Yeah, so tomorrow, taking, uh, you know, Cindy will go out, and, and uh, Zach and his girlfriend Ruth are here. Zach's birthday was May 4th. Nice. So we're going to all go out and, and have a little Silvatore oh, cool. brunch and uh, just kind of to chill. Real quick question. Yes. RC, do I have time? This isn't basketball-related. You okay? Okay. Oh. So I've asked this on the on the show many okay, times. Okay. Thanks. When it comes <laughs> <laughs> when it comes to Mother's Day. Yes. <clears throat> if the mothers want to take the day off, right? Just say, you know what? I'm out. You go take the kids. Do whatever. I just want to be. That's like a whole weekend. I, at my house. <laughs> I just want to be by myself. <laughs> I, I the way I look at it is they do enough. If they want to have a day to themselves, sure. they got a day to themselves, right? So we agree on that. So if you're a father. And it's Father's Day. We have enough days to ourselves, but what if you want to watch the U.S. Open on, on Father's Day? And you can, Is it okay to tell the family, look, I don't want to do anything with you. Just leave me alone and let me watch. I mean, you don't have to put it that way, but can I just stay at home by myself and watch golf? Like, if they want to play cards or play games or go take you out to dinner, being that you're gone usually more, is it okay to say, nah, I just want to watch the U.S. Open. Just leave me alone. You, what, what, what? I think what would happen is in my house would I would put the U.S. Open on, but they would go on as normal. You know, <laughs> it's like you know, I would get to watch that, but no, no, it, 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 it would still be chaos rotating around me. But, um, but yeah, no, I don't think I can get them out of the house. No, I, actually, I can, I can, I, I can tell them that, and this would get RC out of my house too. I'd say I'm going to watch the Formula One race, and then oh, that'd get me out of the house. <laughs> Oh, no, I can hey, get him out of the they're, house. They're in Miami tomorrow, baby. Yes. Miami tomorrow. <laughs> Prancing oh. Horace is back back <laughs> in the points, baby. That's 19 different turns, right? <laughs> I think so. I think so. Very really? nice. It's a very wow. technical course. That yes. is great. Time to go. Yeah. <laughs> 
F one, F one. Everyone's into F one. Not I'm, I. I'm, no, I'm late. Thank to, you. I'm late to that one. I'm late to that one. <laughs> I know a lot of people are. You know how I get people out of the house? Marcus Marcus Thompson is a big F one guy. I tell him, yeah. I go, hey, there's dishes in the sink. Everyone <laughs> leaves. It's like, oh baby, let's watch the U.S. Open. <laughs> it's just that simple. Oh man, Monday. Monday. Looking forward to it. 6.30, upcoming broadcast brought to you by Ticketmaster. Pre-game show at 6.30, tip at 7 o'clock. It's going to be high drama and high fun. So, All right. See you Monday. Have an enjoyable day with the family. You too, sir. Well, you too, sir. I'm going to be by myself. Oh, okay. Well, I spent the whole week. I spent Thursday, Friday, Saturday oh, with the, the family. So they're still back there. They're, yeah, and they're not coming home until Monday. Oh, oh, oh. So I'm just sitting oh, home tomorrow well by myself. Played. <laughs> Thank well you. Well played. Yeah, a little basketball, <laughs> a little baseball, a little beer. Yeah. Archie's going to be calling your house yeah. every hour. Yeah, well, he, he knows where I live. Actually, he doesn't. <laughs> Well, I don't know where you live either, but I know where to find you in Alameda. <laughs> you do know where to find me in Alameda. It's not that hard. <laughs> All right. Enjoy your day. See you Monday. That is Tom Tolbert. I'm Tim Roy.